Okay, it's a Thursday and time for our weekly wellness update with our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. She's on Insta at Go With Your Gut, and she's on Global News Radio right now. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, first off, have you adjusted this week to the time change? No. No. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. I feel the same because if it was this time last week, uh, I'd be home by now, right? Uh, The show would have been uh, over, but here we are just uh, in the midst of it. So, yeah, it's it's taken me a little while, too. Me, too. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I look outside, and it's 5 o'clock, and it's pitch black, and I'm like, no. I hear you. Okay, we're going to get through this together, though. Okay, uh, first off this week, we are going to discuss this study on human height and why humans, why we apparently are growing taller. And let me start to right there with that question. What did, what did sorry, the study find, Laura? Are we human beings really getting taller? We actually are getting taller. Um, but I thought it was really surprising as of why, because genetics plays such a huge part in overall our mood, our food, um, sorry, not our, our food, our mood, how we look, how we behave, how we think. Um, And really, it comes down to genetics, but also our environment. So 80% of our growth and our height is attributed to genetics, and 20% is attributed to our environment and nutrition. Mm, Very interesting. What is the average height of Canadians right now, both male and female? I was really surprised at this when I looked this up. So 5'10 is the average height for males, and then for females, 5'4". Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm average for a male then, because I'm just under five eleven. How about you? I'm five six. Okay. So a little bit over average. Yeah. And when you say that eighty percent of it's our genetics and twenty percent is uh, other factors, uh, what is it uh, that uh, then triggers growth other than genetics? Um. So the first, it's, I just wanted to touch on this, and I'll answer that second part of that question. Sure. But genetics part is there's something, there's a link between food, sex development, and growth. And this brain receptor that scientists have found, it's called MC3R. And so for some people, they have it or they don't. So it's been a puzzle uh, for years, years and years of research as to are humans really getting taller? And it's because of this brain receptor. And then also, what are the alternatives and or environmental factors? A big part of it is sleep. And Jeff, you know, that's one of my non-negotiables, but um And we actually stop growing uh, after puberty. But if you have a very poor diet, if you have lots of caffeine during puberty, uh, if you smoke a lot, that will also stunt your growth. And then sleep. So sleep is vital in so many aspects of our lives, but it's definitely vital in terms of growing. Okay. When we are in a growth phase, I guess, uh, you know, during puberty, do we actually grow more during sleep then? Is that when it happens, when, when growth happens for humans? During our sleep. During sleep is when we're supposed to be growing the most, if we're getting enough sleep, of course. And then also our diet and exercise plays a huge factor as well, because that always will affect our growth hormones, diet and exercise. So is there anything we can do after puberty to affect our height or we just uh, where we're at, say, once we're, uh, I guess, in our mid, late uh, teens uh, into our 20s? I mean, when we take 20% of these environmental uh, factors, I mean, if I really key in my diet and my sleep and that... Can I actually, can I get bigger? Can I get taller? I don't think you can get taller, but you could probably maintain your height. I haven't seen any research that says you can get taller, but I have seen research that says if you're in a lot of stressful environments, um, it will actually help lower or you'll reduce your your height because of that. The research has found that um, 
in the last few articles I've been reading lately from University of Cambridge and Queen University that uh, people that are in stressful situations were tended or have they found and noticed that they were actually they lost height or were actually shorter. Okay, so you can. That was my next question. You can actually lose height because I think a lot of people think and they might look at their parents as uh, they get older and whether or not uh, they are actually getting shorter or just because, uh, you know, posterally uh, we're maybe uh, not as rigid, if you will, uh, in our uh, later years, if that's the reason why we just appear shorter. But we actually can get shorter. We can get shorter, but also genetics plays a huge part, but huge part of it. But yes, we can definitely get the shorter based on our diet. Uh, if, we're having, if we're smoking a lot, if we're drinking a lot of caffeine, and then the stressful fight or flight situations and or environments that we're in. All right. Really, really fascinating and interesting stuff. As we're here with our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis, our weekly wellness update on this Thursday. Also this week, I think this is such an important and vital topic as, uh, you know, we continue on with the uh, pandemic uh, some 20 months uh, plus uh, now. And we wanted to talk a bit about this afternoon, Laura, just how important it is to be positive and the power of positive thinking. Yeah. I want to ask you a question, Jeff. Are you a glass half full or glass half half empty kind of person? I would like to think glass half full. I, I don't know if those around me uh, may agree and it may differ during the, you know, the circumstance uh, or, the, or the day or what you're talking about. But I really do, uh, particularly, I would say the last 10 years, really try to be a glass half full person to see uh, the best in each and every person and situation. How about you? Yeah, I agree. I think I agree that about you. I don't know about what my uh, friends and family would think. I would like to think I am a glass half full kind of person as well. But you're right, like having that positive mindset is so key. Yeah. And is it tough to be a glass half full person? Is it, uh, I mean, do we know through research, is it just easier to be uh, kind of more negative and glass uh, half empty? Do you have to do more work when it comes to positivity? Um, I think it really depends on the environment that you're in and your circle of influence. And I've been reading a lot of uh, research and articles and blogs and posts on social media about, you know, how to avoid becoming bogged down or how to maintain um, being genuinely positive and happy. And there's something um, that I was reading about your circle of influence. So uh, we need to take more responsibility for our overall feelings um, because that in itself, it's really you on a day to day, how you can make yourself feel. But there's also a ripple effect. So there's this ripple effect of positive emotions that we feel. And apparently it can ripple out to three degrees of separation. So if I'm happy, I can be impacting my friends and then my friends' friends. But uh, conversely, when when we look at negativity, um, it's four to seven times more de-energizing and it can affect people a lot more. So it's very hard. It's almost like a muscle where you have to work at it every day to um, be positive and have gratitude. And something that you and I have spoken about a lot in the last um, few years about having that gratitude list, because that will really help us maintain a positive mindset. You know what I like to say? My attitude is gratitude. I remind myself that uh, every day. And uh, so when you talk about this being positivity, kind of a a muscle that you almost have to uh, work or or exercise, do you have a few uh, exercises or uh, ways that uh, we can maintain positivity in our lives? Yeah, I think for one of them, for sure, it's really limiting our exposure. So setting up healthy boundaries, whether it's like uh, our coworkers or our friends or our family, if you know that they're a negative Nancy or if you know they're constantly complaining, that's really going to drain us as well. It's really going to bring us down. So setting up those boundaries or limiting your exposure around those people or even when it comes to maybe social media accounts that you might follow or uh, different types of news or TV or entertainment that you might follow, that 
maybe will bring you down as well. So be mindful of that and limit that. I think that's key. And then the second one is taking a pause. So it's called the power of pause. So a lot of the time at work, at home, um, in social settings, we can be in fight or flight situations. So if there's something where we feel we're going to react or if we feel it's going to make us negative, take a moment and maybe take some space and refrain from that. Take a deep breath or two or three and even meditate. I find meditation, and you and I have talked about this a lot as well, meditation is key, but the power of pausing, not feeling like you have to react right away or respond right away, that will also um, get us into a more positive mindset. All right. When you talk about uh, pausing and take a moment, here's a great way to maintain your positivity. Take a few moments as we have with our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Laura, appreciate it as always. Great chat and have a great rest of the week. You too. Bye. All right. Laura DeSanctis, you can find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after this on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.